Well, hello there. Before this episode, I want to mention that I have my own journal. I'm so excited for it. If you like journaling, you know that there's a lot of benefits to it. Uh, and mine is just three things that are important to you. Uh, something that you're grateful for, something that you're proud of, something that you dream of, and something that you pray for. You can find it on Amazon and it will be on the show notes as well. So let's get this show started today. Hello and welcome to Life with Francie podcast, a place where you will find all kinds of conversation like mental health, self-love, self-care, trauma, hobbies, and more. With this podcast, I want to create a community where we support one another in business and personal life. Hope you enjoy this episode. Now, let's get the show started. On today's episode, I have the pleasure to talk to Caitlin Fair, a registered nurse for over 30 years who is on a mission to connect nurses who have decided to turn their expertise, knowledge, and compassion into building a business and leaving the bedside. Her community is dedicated to support, encouraging, and collaborating to elevate each other. This amazing conversation happened thanks to the help of PodMatch, a great community with resources and tools to help podcasts and hosts and podcast guests make an amazing collaboration like this one. Check out the show notes for access to this community, as well as Caitlin websites and more. Now, let's, wel let's welcome Caitlin Fair to the show. Tell us, what is life with you? <laughs> Hello, Francie. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Really appreciate being here. So life, life is big. Life is good. Life is for me, uh, when it when it comes to, to my life, my business, where I'm at, I'll probably start a little bit about my life and, and how I got to where I am right now, which is in Australia. You can tell by my accent, probably not Australian, <laughs> and I'm not. <laughs> Well, actually, I say that I am a citizen. Uh, however, I've been here just over 12 years. It was a bit of serendipity that got me here. As you've you've already mentioned, I, I've been a nurse for, for 30 or more than 30 years. Uh, and about 13 years ago, um, I was getting to the end of a particular role. I'd been doing some some project work and I knew that the, the role was going to be finishing up in about I don't know, four months or so. So I was starting to just poke around on the job sites to see what was going to come up next. And I, I plugged in, I was doing uh, dialysis and, and renal, and I had done uh, management and, and project work and that kind of thing. Um, so I plugged in the words dialysis manager into the, the search file, and then Ontario, which is the province that I was living in. And the very first thing that came up was this job for a dialysis manager in a place called Bendigo, which had no idea where that was. I thought, I don't, don't recognize that name. So I looked it up and it happened to be in Australia. And I thought, well, that was a bit weird. That's not what I plugged in. So I kind of ignored it. And I went on with my day. The next day, did it again. Three days in a row, this job kept popping up. And I went through that ad. There was no mention of any place called Ontario in that ad. So kind of on a lark, I decided to, to apply. And, you know, a very long story short, uh, eight months later, I was in Australia. So, and, and wow. I did it with an 11 year old and a five, 11 and 15 year old daughters. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so it was just the three of us and our six suitcases and on an adventure. And um, part of the challenge in that was that I had gone through a, a 
pretty bad divorce. Uh, there's domestic violence and, and alcoholism and all sorts of really horrible things. So I had to get permission from him to take the girls, even though he wasn't seeing them, he wasn't really involved very much in their, in their day to day. Um, and for some reason he said yes. And I'm not sure why to this day, but I'm grateful. Uh, didn't mean it was easy because there was always that threat that he would ask us to come back, but we came for a year. Um, and that was 12 and a half years ago. So there must be oh something about it. <laughs> That's awesome. So what I've done in my past, I've done a lot. I've been so fortunate in my career. I have had so many opportunities. I've and I've taken a lot of opportunities. And I think that's when I'm coaching nurses and mentoring nurses, because I do, I've, I've been part of the Australian uh, College of Nurses mentoring program to mentor uh, emerging leaders as well. Um, a lot of people say that um, what becomes available to them is often to do with luck. And, and I push back on that a little bit because I, I really do believe the, the biggest percentage of luck is actually us taking opportunities or looking for opportunities or being open to opportunities that, that wouldn't otherwise be there if we weren't open to them. So I, as I said, I've, I've had amazing opportunities. I worked in, in uh, tertiary care pediatrics with, um, uh, transplant, uh, done hemodialysis, peritoneodialysis. I've done education. I've worked with government. I've done executive leadership. I was the, the chief nurse at a, at a regional hospital here in Australia. Um, I've, I've done some amazing, amazing things. Um, and I've got two beautiful daughters who are now adults themselves um, doing their things. And it's just, it's it's been a journey. It hasn't been an easy one though, because I've gone through burnout, um, mm -hmm. full on burnout twice. And I've approached it two other times when I've realized and man managed to catch it in time. Um, the last one, though, was probably, well, was probably, it was well and truly the worst. And that was really caused by, you know, being here in Australia, we came, we didn't know anyone, had no family here, still have no family here other than the, than the people we have. Um, and managed to get through that. I've always been a very high achiever and I've always looked for experiences. We don't have a lot of things, but we have a lot of experiences, a lot of memories. Um, but it meant that, you know, I was going through doing a lot of things on my own that, that, you know, we often take for granted um, with the support systems that we have around us. I'd done an MBA while I was here, did a full-time while I was working full-time. Um, so self-inflicted, absolutely, for some of that. My big idea was, okay, well, I'm going to go into business for myself. And that's a great idea, but I didn't give myself time to heal. And that that was the bit that held me back so much more than it would have if I'd actually taken the break. I had enough money in the bank that I could have taken six or eight months off and lived I mean, quietly, not extravagantly by any stretch, but I could have done that. And I, I didn't. And, and that's when I'm when I've been coaching nurses since then. Once I did get my business up and going, uh, that's that's the first thing I say. Have you taken time to heal? Have you taken time? And it's different time for everybody. And the healing's never really done. But have you taken time to to get through the traumatic period and get the help you need? You mentioned that um, that I work with nurses in business. My first foray into business was actually coaching nurses who are facing burnout. And a lot of that was a reflection on what I had gone through to that point. Um, because I wanted to help nurses who were feeling the same way and who'd gone through experiences that were so traumatic that they needed, that they felt they wanted to leave the profession. And what I ended up doing, what I ended up finding out was that 
I, I, I love working with nurses. There's no question. And that's why I've continued to do so. But what I really enjoyed was once people got past that point of, of the trauma, uh, of the immediate trauma, um, and figure out what they want to do next. Maybe they want to stay on the bedside part-time. Maybe they want to build a, build a business. Maybe they want to leave entirely. But that's where I come in and I'm able to say, okay, I understand what you've gone through. I understand your experience as a nurse, whether it's at the bedside, whether it's in management, whatever, wherever I've done so many things, I, I can bring experience to that. But also I've been through burnout and I've been through it pretty spectacularly, both as a bedside nurse, you know, went through that 25 years ago, but also as, as an executive leader. And so I can bring that experience and kindness and compassion because, because I've been there. Absolutely. I've been there. So now I work with, with that first step for nurses who are looking at going into business or who have started businesses, looking at their mindset. So I know that word is thrown around so much and people say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mindset, blah, blah, blah. It's journaling, you which I, <laughs> I do. So I'm not, I'm not knocking journaling because I do it myself and meditation and mindfulness and all of those self-care pieces that are so crucial it's not going to fix anything, but it's going to support the, the, the path. What I'm talking about is getting back to believing in yourself, getting back into understanding what goal setting is, how you get there. Um, because probably you're really clouded in the way you view what that path might look like. So from there, we do mindset, capture your authority. We look at, we look at um, um, strategy and then the piece that probably excites me the absolute most is the collaboration because nurses are team members almost always. Rarely do we, do we come to any situation in our careers in a, as a solo. We might do something like say it's a community nurse who's out on her own or his own, but they're still, they've still got the whole team behind them. And when nurses go into business, that's, that's one of the pieces that, that's really missing. And people really don't understand how alone being a business owner can be. So that collaboration and collectiveness is so, so crucial. Um, and if people haven't found their tribe, we can be that tribe. And, and that brings so much joy. I love that. So um, how is, does your program work? So nurses, so I still have a couple of clients who um, are going through the, the burnout process or through the process of, of healing after burnout. I am phasing those clients out and redirecting them to people, usually therapists. And that's something I found that often I wasn't the person that needed to be there at that stage. I could be the next stage, but often those nurses needed um, someone who's credentialed in, in providing therapy. So I get that next stage. And when people are looking for, they're finding out that, that business is um, a bigger venture than they might've thought. Nurses are incredible. And I say nurses, I'm not excluding others, but I'm talking yeah. <laughs> about nurses. Nurses are incredibly intelligent. We are problem solvers. We're troubleshooters. We can think on our feet. We can go, go, go. Many, probably the majority are, are used to working faster than, than people can even think often or what we realize we're thinking. It, 
getting down to that slowness to be able to say, okay, I'm here. Where do I go now? I'm smart. I haven't got a clue where to go. How do I set up a website? How do I, how do I do this? So what I do is bring those people together, figure out what it is that they need to be able to develop that business and then find the pieces, help them work through the pieces um, to, to get that, that momentum going. So once they come into our world, generally through the collective, so nurses coming in, nurses in business who are coming into to, uh, this, this ecosystem, and then we figure out where they need to go from there, whether it's one-to-one um, -one coaching, which typically is where people start because I'm looking at, at entre entrepreneurs who are generally making less than 10,000. Some of them haven't made anything yet at all. Some of them are just wow. at their first stages. Um, and then from there, we're we're actually building a mastermind that will be coming up probably in the next few months. And that's the next evolution of, of where we're going with this program. I love that. So your mission focuses on nurses? Mm -hmm. Okay. Nur nurses who are making under 10,000 at this point per month. Um, doesn't mean that we're excluding anybody else, but that's, that's, that's where the magic happens at the beginning is seeing nurses come in and seeing that they can actually do this and finding a way forward. Doesn't mean it's easy, mm -mm. not by a long <laughs> shot, but that's, that's where we're going. Ideally what I'd like to do is also build, um, build a group of VAs that would be able to help nurses who need some help. Maybe they need tech support. Maybe they need um, graphic design support or CRM, those kinds of things. What I'd really like to do is, is have kind of a pool of VAs that could help specifically to our community. Um, because that's, that's the bit that I struggled with the most at the beginning. Um, and I'm, and I know that's what's, what's needed with other people as well. Um, the last thing we need as, as, um, people going into business is to be held up um, by things like tech, especially for nurses who are coming out of, I'll step back for just a second. So many of the nurses, in fact, virtually all of the nurses that I, that I work with, were already feeling this pressure before COVID. And so we bring COVID into it and that has just decimated people's resolve to stay in the profession often. So that's, that's where, um, people don't realize all of the different pieces they need. And, and that's where I go and, and will help them find what that is, whether it's tech or whether it's the mindset or whether it's a strategy and definitely the collaboration. And uh, what makes a, a nurse like a good entrepreneur? Nurses have an amount of resolve because that's what we have to do. Um, we have resolve. We're intelligent. What makes us Good entrepreneurs is that we see bigger pictures. We can see, we have empathy, we have compassion. We see things in ways that other people don't because we, we think on our feet. We, we, like I said, we innovate, we troubleshoot. We can see bigger things. And we connect with people typically because that's, that's kind of our jobs when we're nurses. And we can connect in ways that people don't even realize that that's what we're doing which is a bit hard to describe, but if you're a nurse, you understand. Yeah. <laughs> I, get and that, it. I say nurse, I say nurse, healthcare providers, this isn't limited to nursing. I work with nurses, but healthcare providers in all sorts of ways have, may have a similar kind of skill set. 
but because of the frontline nature of nursing um, and and the the backgrounds that we run with, that that's why why I'm working with with that particular group. Yeah, no, I love it. And yeah, it's like a secret language when you have a career that uh, some people understand. For me, it's the post office talk. I am the mail lady. So <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, the mail lady has certain things that, you know, not a lot of people understand. So I love it. I love that uh, your mission and trying to to give them a different perspective and, you know, different options to do with their career as well. So mm-hmm. What are uh, the biggest challenges that nurses going into business can typically face? Um, A big one, as I sort of alluded to before, is knowing all the different pieces. So as nurses, we have an incredible skill set, whether you're at the bedside, whether you're in leadership, in wherever your clinical and and professional background has come, it's a skill set. And business is a different skill set. We have the traits that make us brilliant entrepreneurs, but we don't necessarily know all the pieces. And nurses can be really hard on themselves when we don't know something. And it sounds really silly, but it almost sounds egotistical in a way. But it's because we've had to develop so many different skills. And so when nurses come to to building businesses, um, it, it can be really confronting because we don't know how to do it. And then that leads into all sorts of things like imposter syndrome and can I do this? Am I smart enough? Am I this? Am I that? Um, the, the other piece of it that's probably even, well, certainly equal is we've lost our tribe. So nurses, as I said, never work alone, whether we're working with, with doctors, whether we're working with allied health, with administration, with other nurses, we're always in a team, at the, whether it's at the end of a phone or whether it's sitting in, in the nurse's huddle every day when we go into work. And then suddenly we're on our own and suddenly we're making decisions on our own. And suddenly we're having to come up with ideas that we can't bounce off anyone. So, you know, for example, I, you know, I've got, I've got some sort of a, a web design idea and I've managed to figure out how to do it. And I've got a Canva pro account and I've got, you know, I've got my colors and and that kind of thing, but I'm producing something and I need someone to take a look at it and say, does this make sense? Is this good? Is this whatever? And suddenly we don't have anyone. Or if we do, it's a bit at arm's length through maybe a Facebook group. And without having someone or a group of someone's to be able to vet that against we're really alone. And that's something that we don't do very well most of the time. And so well, so many of the women, because most of the people that I do work with is women, um, that's that's the thing that, that they kind of latch on to first is, oh my gosh, I, one, you're a nurse, so you, you get me, you understand. But two, I've got other people that can actually tell me if what I'm doing is, is on the right track. Because otherwise we're, we're flying blind. I understand that. So, uh, yeah, thank you so much. Is there anything else that you would like my listeners to know about you or your mission? Listen, I think this is just a general message for for nurses and, and to the greater healthcare population. Be kind to ourselves. Be kind to each other. It's 
it sounds a bit cliche, but it's so true. We need to be kind to one another as we're trying to step out into other things because it it is a different world than we knew a few years ago. And the way we would have traversed um, leaving a profession, whether it's nursing or anything else, three or four years ago is different than it is now. And there are different choices and there's different considerations. Um, and, and if I may, I'll just step back for just one mm -hmm. second. And yeah. that's really, really around um, mental health and particularly as it relates to domestic violence, um, because so that's something that we saw um, exponentially grew through COVID, regardless of who. Um, we know that we saw more domestic violence primarily because everybody was was made to stay home. And also increasing uh, rates of uh, mental ill health and, and mental challenge, whether that was diagnosed or not. Um, my background, I've got um, family members, close family members who have really um, struggled with depression, one of whom attempted suicide a couple of years ago. And that was that that, that was a whole different experience for me as well. But it really is a matter of burnout is part of that. Burnout is real. Burnout is not just a throwaway line. It is a way, it is something that needs to be taken seriously. And especially with, with healthcare and with nursing, it needs to be taken seriously. So if that's something that, that um, you're experiencing, I think it's something that needs to be addressed first. Um, once you're, you're decided that you want to go into to something like business, that's where people like me are here, are, are, are available, and we can help guide you through that. But I, minimizing what that process and what that journey is will not do you any favors. It didn't do me any favors. I thought I could just quit my job and it would all be fine. It's not. It's not. And emphatically, it's not. You need to find the support to get you through so that you can rebirth if you like mm -hmm. and take on that next step awesome oh, yeah. yeah thank you thank you for that side note I really love it as my mental health is like uh my mission and I feel like I try to be an advocate for it because not a lot of people you know, take that first step, you know, to take care of themselves first before Absolutely. they take care of somebody else. And uh, where can my listeners find you? So if you want to join our collaborative, if you're a nurse and would like to, to join the collective, if you go to NIA, sorry, the NIB network, so N-I-B, Nurses in Business, NIB network, it's a Facebook group. Uh, we are, I am just relaunching um, the websites and the programs as I've shifted from nurses with burnout to uh, nurses in business. So there will be a new website. You can keep, uh, keep looking for it. It'll be the NIB network, nibnetwork.com. But if you'd like to just shoot me a message, um, feel free to send me an email at Kathleen at KathleenFairGlobal.com. And I'd be happy to have a conversation with you. I'm working mostly with people in Australia and with Canada currently, um, because those are the two places I can get to most easily. I say easily, very, very tongue in cheek, considering it's about 40 hours from my house to, <laughs> to my family's places back in, in Canada, but those, I am working there, but I have had clients around the world. Um, it's just the face-to-face -face stuff I'm starting to build again in Australia and Canada. 
I love that. And I wish you nothing but the best. Thank you so much for coming on my show. Thanks so much, Francie. And I love your work. Thank you. That means a lot. <laughs> uh, well, thank you so much for listening to another episode. I hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as I did. You know, you can find my podcast in all major platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and on my YouTube channel. Uh, so you know the drill. Like and subscribe. Hope you have a blessed day. Bye-bye.